With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bit of Aussie pub rock, and that has been the expression we've heard a number of times. Marcus Stoinis talking about the mishaps of Glenn Maxwell falling off the back of a golf cart. As you know, as well as anyone, Barat, as I say good afternoon to you. Boys, indeed, will be boys. <laughs> I know. I mean, you just every time you think that expression is, is going to go uh, uh, off woke forever, it just makes a return, doesn't it, Julian? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, look, I was there when Marcus Turner's used it yesterday. Um, and, I mean, in his defense, uh, I don't think, uh, well, I, I don't know whether this will even make sense, but I don't think he meant it in a very boys will be boys sense. I think he was just saying, I mean, at times you have to let off steam and you, you yeah. know, playing golf has become quite a uh, thing for all teams. Like what England during the basketball time when they play test cricket, they play more golf than cricket almost. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I guess what he meant was, yeah, at times you do feel like, you need someone to just uh, care for you. Uh, <laughs> also, in jest about maybe getting your mums on too. Uh, it would be interesting to see how that works. But, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, such a... Uh, I mean, you can look at it in so many ways, right? What's happened with the Glenn Maxwell thing? Or is it silly? Is it um, unnecessary? But, uh, look, I mean, from what we were told, there were like, uh, what, 20 uh, people, players and staff trying to get back to the bus. It's just 300 meters. It's 6.30 at night. It's already yeah. dark in Ahmedabad this time of the year. Yeah. 12 carts, you know, some of them jump onto it. Maxwell's hand slip and, well, you know what's happened next. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing. It's a long tournament. You can't wrap these players in cotton wool. Uh, you know, allow them. You know, they're grown men that can go out there. Yeah. You can't mitigate against every possible accident uh, there is. Just on Glenn Maxwell, uh, Barat, you see he had a hit in the nets. Mm. Um, he did. Uh, he didn't look look all all hundred percent to be honest. Um, I think he was uh, just. He has to go through the protocols, right? Once you do suffer a concussion, you need to go through I think six or eight days of uh, protocol uh, before you're according to you know CS. Uh, the way Cricket Australia looks at it, and before he can be deemed available, um, which would mean uh, what sixth day would be Sunday. So anyway, there was no chance of him playing um, this particular game. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, he had a bit of a hit. He was jogging around. He looked okay while he was... Uh, he did a very light fielding drills. Uh, and that's what we'll see from him for the next couple of days before uh, we head to Mumbai for the next game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could make out that he, he's... he's it's going to take him a couple more sessions to really feel like himself again. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, but very, very early. Ginger steps, baby steps, uh, as he recovers from the boys will be boys injury, if you want to call it that. And, and of course, in the aftermath of that news, we hear that Mitch Marsh had to make a dash home due to personal mm. reasons. We didn't know whether he was going to return. He did give a commitment that he would be back, Mitch Marsh, uh, to try and win that World Cup. So there's some positive news. But all of a sudden, Barat, you know, a 15-man squad diminished. And, you know, and I know it's it's expensive to, to carry a lot of staff around, but, you know, I think it's worthy of discussion as to a tournament of this duration, whether 15 is enough or you need to expand those squad sizes to, to 16 or 17. Uh, it's an interesting debate. Like, um, I've been thinking about where I sit on what side of it I sit on. Um, 
I guess it is a World Cup, right? Like, so if you want to be right there in the end, lifting the trophy, in a way, um, there is some 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 uh, rationale in having just a fixed squad and then you having to pick from them uh, because that's that's part of it as well, right? Like, how do you use those 15 players and uh, how do you, you know, if someone gets out of form, like, I think that also kind of plays into that whole format. Uh, but having said that, look, I think when it, is such a lengthy tournament. My idea would be, um, why not have like a period, like uh, I mean, how we have trade periods in other sport. Um, say at the 30-day mark, uh, you have an option, if you want to, of making a couple of changes. And maybe it doesn't only have to involve injuries. It could be anything. It could be form as well. Mm. Uh, because otherwise, you, you kind of, if you do keep like, uh, if you do increase the squad size, uh, even if, if it's by two, then, I mean, then you are giving teams a bit of a leeway, aren't you? So, I mean, that's my, I mean, I, I, I clearly, yeah. <laughs> I believe yeah. in the tough love, but that, that's how I look at it. But like, yeah, that could work possibly if like halfway through a tournament, you keep an option where you can make some changes. Mm, mm. And, and all over that, India's a large country and the conditions vary, don't they, from, mm. from city to city. And as for England, I mean, a lot of debate, a lot of opinion, a lot of decoding as to what's gone wrong with the defending champions or as Joss mm-hmm. Butler liked to say, the attacking champions. But it's quite yeah. remarkable. You know, was, was it just one cycle too long for an ageing team. I find it quite mm. quite interesting that there's talk about restructuring their their whole setup at domestic level. I mean, Virat Kohli, superlative form, barely plays domestic mm. 50. David yeah. Warner never plays list A cricket. Yeah. So, there, there, so there's got to be a, a bigger issue at play here. Oh, I think so. I think it's just a... Uh, I mean, if you just look at the bare basics of it, Julian, it's been a bunch of really highly talented cricketers all just losing form at the same time or just falling on their axe at the same time, uh, right? I don't think they've done anything differently to what they've done. Um, and when you speak of the cycle as well, uh, yes, I mean, you have a Ben Stokes, Joss Butler, and Joe Root, uh, but some of the others, I mean, Liam Livingston, for example, wasn't part of the side four years ago, mm. nor was Harry Brook, nor was uh, David Milan. And I mean, someone like David Milan has just sort of like, you know, made his own in one day cricket in the last 18 months or so. So um, it's not it's not a case of the same uh, what you would see in uh, from soccer World Cups, for example, right, where the teams would take carry the same squad four yeah. years on and then realize the sport has moved on. I think it's just a, a bizarre run of uh, bad bad form for all of them, where nobody seems seem to click. And I think the way England do play one day cricket, uh, it's also on the basis of okay, I'll just do what I want to do. Uh, knowing that there are all these other guys who like you know pick up my flag, but they just haven't been able to do that, mm. uh, and that's what that's why they find themselves in the position that they are. But in a position where you know they can humble Australia and you know gain that moral victory that they're always seeking. <laughs> yeah. But look, the bottom line is the biggest prize of all is getting the term "basball" into the Collins English dictionary. Yes, yes. Um, Stoinis and Green, you think would come in for for Marsh and Maxwell? Is, is there any suggestion or, or thought perhaps that you know just to give Cam Green a bit more? time in the middle could you see him maybe batting it at, at three um i, I guess like uh, even on green and stoinis like stoinis comes in I, I, you would think uh you know he's just uh getting over his uh, latest fit, fitness injury or fitness issue as well um, i wouldn't be surprised if they just stick with uh, steve smith and manus labashain mm. Um, uh, thereby, uh, you know, in, in the middle order. I mean, uh, you'd still have Cam Green in, won't you? Yeah, that's right. So Cam Green will play, but I can't see them breaking up the middle order in terms of, uh, you know, bringing Cam Green or giving him some extra time. And maybe at five, but Josh Inglis has made number five his own as mm. well. Uh, 
Um, so it, it, he would still have to play that um, you know lower order role at number six, probably ahead of Marcus Toynis. Um, and just uh, once again, like you know, we spoke about the English team. Um, he's he's been like that as well. Cam Green, his his form has dropped. And maybe this comes as a blessing in disguise because after he was left out in the last game, you were kind of convinced that we might not see Cam Green again in this World Cup. But now with uh, Mitchell Marsh unfortunately having gone back home, um, this could be the uh, the unlikely opening that he needs to just break free and uh, you know just start doing what he did in the back end of the IPL where he we really saw why he was worth so much money in that auction yeah. uh, and that could well you know turn his fortunes around and suddenly make australia an even more dangerous side well australia been on a winning streak but still a lot of room for improvement particularly with their middle order batting we've seen a number of collapses and relying a bit a bit too heavily still on the, those fast starts by the top order before we let you go i mean india that was comprehensive last night against sri lanka i mean 55 well mohammed shami been the bowler of the tournament, hands down. Do they have one hand on the trophy, India? They're the team to beat. Uh, no, they do. I mean, the uh, one hand and, like, those fingers are really being wrapped around that trophy. Mm. But, like, like everyone in India will tell you, Julian, they've done not as dominantly or they've not dominated the league stages as they have this, this time around. But even in 2019, they lost only one game. Uh, went into the semifinals more confident than ever and then, you know, lost to New Zealand famously in Manchester. So, yeah. They have had a bit of a bumpy ride in uh, knockout games. But you look at this team and just the way Rohit has led them. And one thing Rohit Sharma does know is winning titles. Right? Five IPL titles he's won. So there is a difference there. Uh, so I just think that, yeah, I mean they, they are the team to beat. And they play South Africa next. And uh, uh, the only team who at this point I can see stopping them is South Africa. Mm. If uh, South Africa put if on 400 on the They bat game. first, yeah. But, they're better when they bat first. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So if they can't do it uh, in Calcutta, then um, yeah, I mean, it could well be that year when India just finally go through, win themselves that ICC trophy that's uh, evaded them for uh, many, many years now. Uh, and once and for all, um, you know, uh, you spoke about baseball getting into uh, the, the dictionary, uh, which is what the English cricket have been wanting. What Indian cricket has wanted is to get that world title uh, under their belt and say, OK, now we do rule the world for good. Indeed. Thank you so much for your time. Generous as always. Enjoy the cricket Australia-England tomorrow night. And uh, I'll go back to being very jealous at all those wonderful photographs you take of Masala, Do- <laughs> Masala Dosa and the, the, the beautiful cuisine there in India. Good on you, Bharat. Thank you so much, Julian. It comes with a lot of pressure, trust me, to take, make sure the Australian media boys are like, you know, having a good time here. It comes with, I already have to figure out something for tonight. <laughs> yes, I trust you. I trust you. All right, thank you. There he is, Bharat Sundarayson, live from India. We'll take a break, wrap things up on SEN Afternoons.